Hey there, and welcome to the next episode of Up in Flames. I'm your host, but more importantly, your advocate, Abby Bolt. Now, the whole purpose of Up in Flames is to discuss some workplace difficulties and how to tackle those and come up with solutions, which sometimes means sharing some hard truths. Now, if you are facing issues in a workplace whose culture could use a lift or wondering how to tackle a toxic issue where you work, Click the webinar link in the show notes to join my free upcoming webinar where we are going to discuss solutions to all of that. That'll be in the show notes. Now, today, I am really excited to say we are going down under. Now, I didn't have to fly down there to go chat with this gal in Australia, but gosh, I sure hope I get to soon. But we are talking today with Diane Dimitri from all the way down in Australia. Diane has over 40 years of experience teaching, speaking, coaching, counseling, and leading teams of people. We're going to talk today about what it means to be in a mastermind or do some self-improvement by taking online courses. Diane has developed a skill set that shifts human perspective to the infinite mastermind set of being, doing, and having more. Her rare ability to break down complex issues into simple shortcuts and connect with people on a higher level elevates and energizes her audience to embody physical, emotional, mental, financial, and spiritual change. Now, she doesn't just sell concepts of enlightenment, motivation, or freedom. She shares tried and tested insights and strategies, which have generated significant success and fulfillment in her own life. And with that, let's welcome to Up in Flames, Diane Dimitri. So we are here with Diane Dimitri, and I met her through a speaking network, and I'm so glad that I did because she's all the way down in Australia, and otherwise, I might not have ever even come across her. So Diane, tell me a little bit about what it is that you're up to, what what you've, I mean, you have had quite a background. So tell me about what you're doing. Uh, Well, what I'm doing is relaunching my speaking career, and I'm actually launching my new online course, which is called the Master Mindset Method. I've actually been a stress and life skills therapist and speaker for many, many years. Too many years to count, actually, Abby. And um, and so I'm taking my work now globally to the world uh, with the use of the digital platform, which is wonderful. I'm really thrilled to be able to share what I've been sharing with people in live workshops and events uh, globally now. So um, I'm doing that. And also at the same time, because I'm really not busy enough, Um, I also write books. Um, I'll be releasing my murder mystery series this year with my publisher, Luminosity Publishing, and I'll also be publishing my um, memoir about how I was um, really the first Me Too uh, event here in Australia many, many years ago before Me Too actually became a movement. So it's a big year this year. I'm going all out for 2020. Well, I think that we are going to have to have a separate episode just about time management and how in the heck you fit all of that in. That is really amazing because just a little bit of writing that I'm trying to fit in and I can't find a place and you're like dropping books and stuff like that's, that's amazing. Now tell everybody here, what's that? It's like anything. I couldn't put out a fire. It's all practice. (laughs) Right. Okay. Okay. Good point. Good point. You got me there. Now tell me or tell everybody that's listening when you say online course, Tell us about, because a lot of people haven't taken online courses and like they don't really even, you know, maybe through their work or something, they got told to take this online training. And so to a lot of people, the thought of an online course is kind of foreign. So tell me about that. Like, what does that mean to people? Okay. So basically, for instance, it's really important in life to actually continue to be self-educated, to keep consuming 
knowledge, information, and of course, most importantly, to listen within to your own self-knowing. And part of that is either reading books or going to events or to workshops or counselling, having a coach or a counsellor. And an online course is where you get to actually study, as it were, and increase your knowledge base doing the various classes at your own speed through a member portal. So people would enrol for the course and then what they receive is they receive their uh, unique password and username and that would open them into, uh, for instance, in my case, my members portal. And there they'd be able to actually go through the core modules and access their bonuses and by the end they graduate with a much greater knowledge of who they are what they need to do and how they can manifest the life they desire most by going through the three-step process of engage, empower, and energize your life and business. Awesome. I, thank you. It's as if, I mean, I'm glad I asked you that because that was, that was very informative. And I really appreciate that because a lot of people are like, well, why would I invest in myself or why would I take a training? And, and until they really have, they just don't, see the benefit in it. It's, it, there's such a great benefit. I've been taking all sorts of online courses. You know, you forget about how much information is really out there by people like you that, you know, I never would have met. I never would have known. And there's knowledge all across the world to be absorbed. And so what kind of people, what kind of people take your online course? What kind of people are you reaching out to? The sort of people I'm reaching out to predominantly are entrepreneurial, uh, professional and executive women, but it's open to men, of course. But to really um, look at it seriously is I'm really targeting people who want more in their life, people who are sick and tired of being sick and tired, people who are lying awake at three o'clock in the morning going, is this all there is to my life? I'm just going to work, 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 work and I'm still not going to live the life I want. I'm looking for people who want more because I can show them how to get more. And it really does work because I've come from a broke, suicidal 30-year-old girl after what happened to me where I lost all my career and my destiny and my life and my purpose and my identity to now living the life of my dreams through this three-step method. And from my point of view, we have the world all wrong. Everybody's focused on doing and having. I've got to do more. I've got to do, 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 do. And they race around and then they accumulate stuff, the status, um, and, and it has no other real benefit except it gives them status. And then they end up being unhappy and miserable and stressed. And it's all back to front. We need to start focusing on who we're being firstly. We have to focus on who we're being by having all this stuff isn't going to make us a better person. We're not going to be happy. So we need to flip the way the world looks at it. And we need to start with who am I being and be happy and kind and generous and intelligent and insightful and responsible. So many states of being we need to begin with. Then from there, we are being the person who can do what it takes to have what we want. And that's how the master mindset method works. We go back to the basics of being, then we move forward because then we don't run around doing things that mean nothing. We do the things that are in alignment with our being. And once we start doing that, that's when the magic happens. 
And that's when we get to manifest our destiny and our life with desire much. I've proved it. I spent 30 years testing this out and testing out all the things that I learned and processes and systems until I nutted it down to this, to this three-step method. And it works. Yeah, because that can... And it's really... It can sound so overwhelming. Yeah, they just change. People get aha moments in their lives change and they go, oh, yeah, now I get it. Because it can seem so overwhelming when you're like, you got to do this and you got to do that. And and this is what you need to change. And that's how you need to be. And so, yeah, people, people go like, okay, I want to do some self-improvement. I know I need to work on A, B, and C, or I'm really unhappy in my career, or I'm about to retire, or I'm, you know, like you said, laying awake at 3am going, what the heck am I doing with my life? And then they start looking at all these self-help steps. They're like, okay, I got to be this, that, this, that, this. And it's not about stuff anymore. Now they're just trying to set their mindset. And it's so overwhelming that they go, oh, forget it. And they go back to the next night where they're laying awake three o'clock in the morning, you know, because it's, they're overwhelmed where they are and they're overwhelmed on the path that they want to take. And so what you are, you have is a three-step process to try to hone that in and be able to take the steps to make it happen. Yes. And the key is, as I say, it's about going back within yourself to begin with, because we focus too much on the outside world. We, we have too much focus on the outside world. And while we stay focused on the outside world, we actually think that the outside world governs us. And it doesn't. What governs us is what's happening within us. We need to go within ourselves, do the personal work, and then the professional work will come. And it will come elegantly. There won't be all this effort and stress. It will come. And that's how this works. And I know some people go, oh, that sounds a bit airy. Airy, that can't possibly work. But, of course, it is working because the laws of the universe are physical laws. They're laws of physics. It's working every moment of every day for every person. It's just that most of us don't realize what's going on. Albert Einstein said, everything is energy. Match the frequency of the reality you want and you cannot help but get that reality. This is physics, he said. And it's true. Whatever reality we're currently living in, whatever is going on in our lives, at this moment, we have influenced. It is not random. We must take the responsibility. Now, when I say responsibility, I'm not talking about blame. We must take the responsibility. We must respond to our world. We must go, right, if this is happening, I have influenced this in some way. And that was my big epiphany after my event uh, when my producer sacked me because I refused his sexual advances and I took him to court and there were no laws back then to protect me. And I lost everything. There was no grounds for my dismissal, but there were no laws to protect me. And in my terrible, terrible despair on the bathroom floor, sobbing my eyes out, thinking, what the hell am I going to do for the rest of my life? I've lost the career I've loved. I've lost my destiny. No one will hire me. I thought there has to be a better way. I'm either going to dare to find a better way or I'm going to commit suicide. They were my choices. That was it for me. I was done. And I realized and had the epiphany that, you know what, he didn't have power over me. He didn't control my destiny. He didn't control my pay pack. It didn't matter what the external circumstances were telling me there and then. 
I was the master of my mindset. I was the master of my destiny and I had to find out why this had happened because I was a good person. You know, what they, you have that old saying of bad things. Why do bad things happen to good people? It's because good people have mixed philosophies and beliefs within them. And so they, they're wonderful people, but stuff still happens. And that's because there is stuff going on on the inside within them that they don't know. And that's what I started to drill down into. Like a little archaeologist, I went on the hunt. Well, what was that deep-seated fossil I had? And I had it. I had a belief that with success comes struggle, that it's all a lot of hard work and that there's stress and that, you know, sometimes there are bad people in the world. You know, I was one of those great MGM kids. I used to watch all the MGM movies. Fabulous, loved it. And the good guys always won and yay. But what I was also believing in is that there was always somebody out against you. So all of this plays into how we influence our life. And most of us influence our lives unconsciously with all of this. And that's okay. But we have to at some time go, that's enough. I want change here. And it's not up to my partner to change. It's not up to my boss to change. It's not up to somebody else to change or my friends to change or the world to change. It's up to me to change how I view myself and then that will change how I view my world and then my world will change. And that's why we have to snap out of this blame and judgment and stop labeling everybody and labeling ourselves and come back in to ourselves, to our being and get centered there again and then start afresh And then we start to see the world brand new. And when we start to do that, we start to increase our curiosity and our joy and our spontaneity. And it all works together in this wonderful mm, tapestry of of states of being. And it's it's a marvellous thing. And then we start to go, aha, I see how this works. And then once you get to see how it works and you know how to make it work for you, that's when your life changes and you can bring in wonderful results because you know how you're using the laws of, of physics and, and you're going out there with service and gratitude and a wonderful um, joy of being alive. And so those things of stress and, and aggravation and judgment, they all just fall away. They no longer exist for you. And it does work. Yeah, and I, I believe I, I, it. You're I, I, a product I, I, of it. Yeah, and yeah. I've got the the um the experience and and everything else to show that it does. It's great. Right. I love it. Now, when I when I like uh, read like Eckhart Tolle's books and you know and a lot of this mindset and all of these spiritual pieces and like what you're telling me right here. Now, what do you tell someone? They are going through something miserable. You know, maybe something terrible happen? Like, let's say if somebody's been sexually assaulted or someone had something taken away from them or they've lost someone or, you know, there's a long array of things. And then you tell someone, well, you just need to change your mindset and, you know, and that's that's how some people are hearing it. So explain to me like how that, tell me about that. Okay. So let me tell it to you in what happened to me when my mother died. Um, 
when my mother died and, and I was an only adopted child and I was adopted by fabulous parents, I was one of the lucky ones without a doubt. And my mother died when she was 93. And um, she was an amazing woman, very sweet and kind and gentle. And um, I flipped between great grief and great gratitude. And I had emotions of loss, and yet I had strong emotions of love at the same time. And what I'm talking about is never stop the emotion, never stop the grief or the pain or, or the feeling of loss. Let that come up. Allow that to come up. Because when we suppress those emotions, because understand that emotion is only energy in motion. That's what it is, emotion. It wants to be freed from the body. It needs to be freed from the body. We need to sit and have a jolly good cry. Because have you ever noticed if you have a jolly good cry, you do that lovely big breath afterwards, and then you go, right. And you feel re-energized to move on. So we need to allow the emotion to come up. But at the same time, be willing to look at the situation and say, can I see this from a different perspective? Can I approach this from a different way that means that I don't have to suffer? And that's how you can shift your perspective on what's happening in your life. Allow yourself to feel it, never suppress it, never go, oh, no, 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 no. That whole idea of that, you know, life's an illusion and, and we just ignore it doesn't work because we are humans. We are energy in human form. We feel things, we experience things. But what we need to do is allow ourselves to have the experience and not block it. Okay, so if we've lost somebody or life isn't going really well at the moment, of course you're going to feel these things and you need to feel them. But at the same time, consider, is there another way that I can approach this, that I can look at this without the blame and the suffering and the judgment and the anger and the frustration. And of course, hey, some days are easier than others. We all know that. Um, but as you become more aware and more adept at doing that, at shifting like that, the easier it becomes. Now, if we're dealing with somebody like you dealt with somebody in the workplace, if you're dealing with somebody, let's say, in the workplace that needs to be held accountable... How do we how do we avoid that blaming piece without holding someone accountable that needs to be? How do we get around that? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's always a ticklish one. I have a um, I've got a national company and I have 150 employees. And uh, every now and again, um, I'll get a call from one of my managers with a, with an issue like that. And in my role as uh, the business owner and general manager, of course, it is easier for me because I sit at the, at the top of the organisational chart. And from my point of view in leadership, um, I always make sure that I speak to the two people who are involved and I, instead of mm, coming from that old framework of I'm the boss, this is how it's going to work, I endeavour to come from a more uh, insightful framework. So I call it leadership from within. So I lead from within, not from without with my skills, but I lead from within with my intuition. I spend a lot of time talking about 
each person in the challenging situation walking in the other person's shoes. How would you feel if this was the other way around? Why is it that you do this? Why is it that you feel compelled to be behaving in this way? Now, I know in those situations when you've got that, that you've got a victim and perpetrator mentality going on on some level. That's what it is. So the bully has chosen that other employee to pick on the whole time, be nasty to, or whatever it happens to be, because the other employee is usually a lovely person, but inside of them somewhere is a part of them that they need to stand and be strong and to say, I will not take this anymore. But to do it, not in judgment and not in fear, but in absolute security of their own self-worth. And this is how it works. As soon as we shift past the fear in things and we actually step into our self-worth, our self-value, our self-esteem, our self-respect, when we make that shift and when we say what it is that we will tolerate and won't tolerate, people listen because it comes with a certain energy. Without that energy, you can say the same thing and people go, yeah, 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 yeah. And it is, it really is about the energy and being empowered with certainty that you are worth it and that you, you have great value and impact on the world as the person that you are. Mm-hmm. And once you do that, no one will bully you. They did a um, study many years ago with 100 prisoners um, from a jail. And each of these 100 prisoners were rapists. They'd all been convicted rapists. And what they did as a study is that they showed film to each of them individually of women walking down the street, of different women walking down the street. And do you know that basically all of them chose the same woman to rape if they were on the street? Wow. And it was because they said, because she looked like she'd be a good target. She doesn't look like she'd fight back too much. So this is the energy. We are giving off energy all the time in how we, in our uh, physiology, how we stand, how we walk, how we move. We're giving off this energy all the time. It's just that we're unaware of it. Mm-hmm. But you see, it does. We're we're all energetic beings. So we're picking up all these signals all the time from people around us. You know, something that that my cousin has told me several times, she always forgets that she tells me it, but we'll be at a, you know, at our family Christmas party or something and she'll go, Abby, how tall are you again? I say, I'm like 5'5". And she goes, really? I always think you're so much taller. And I just kind of laugh. And she goes, she goes, I guess it's, I don't know. It's just how you walk around and how you carry yourself. I always think you're so much taller than that. <laughs> it's just funny because. And, and that's because you have this very powerful energy. And so because of the power in your energy, people think that you're taller because there's our, our um, conditioned response from, you know, millions of years is that taller, bigger people have more power. I often say, wouldn't it be interesting if all of our babies were born bigger than us and then they shrank? <laughs> I bet we'd change our parenting 
we change our parenting <laughs> style then, let me tell you. Yeah, no you kidding. See? Yeah, and it's all, the, it's all in the perspective, all in the perspective. What is our perspective? Are we going to choose for a limited human perspective that tells us the same old, same old, then we live the same old, same old life? Or are we going to choose a master mindset is what I call it perspective, an infinite perspective, a perspective that's all about more and look for the more in things, look for the more in us and have that perspective in order to actually generate a life that is filled with more. So it's a very simple choice. It's a very simple choice. It just depends on what you want and are you willing to challenge your conditioned thinking and to go, uh, okay, all right, I'm going to consider that for a while. Because, you know, the truth is always vehemently opposed to begin with yeah. before it's accepted and before it becomes um, self-evident. Yeah. That's the three steps of truth. So everybody has to find their own truth. I'm not saying my truth is they, the only truth. Everybody has to find their own. But at the end of the day, look at the results in your life because your results will always tell you what your truth is. Yeah. You know, it's not random. It's not random. Yeah. So if you're not getting the results you want, you're going to have to reboot the way you think and reboot the way you live your life in order to get the results you want. Absolutely. And that's really what Yeah. yeah. So I'm... I'm been doing it for a long time, teaching it for a long time, and, and I do see that it works. It definitely works. And, you know, there's everybody, uh, the message out there is, is quite similar, and what I'm saying isn't that much different to perhaps what um, the Bible says, you know, and, but what the Bible talks about is God as the force, as the, as the energy, as the consciousness. So... This basic structure of philosophy goes across everything, science and uh, spiritual literature. And I see the future where science and spirituality are becoming um, really good friends, really good friends going hand in hand because there's not that much difference. Once we're now down into quantum we're down into quantum physics now and they still can't find out what that one single energy unit is. Right. So, you know, you've then got to say, well, how does this really work? And then you move into the areas which they are now of energy and consciousness and that there is one consciousness that is ever creating itself in the universe and all the universes. And it's limitless. It's a limitless supply of consciousness. So therefore, you then go to the next level and say, well, there's a limitless supply of consciousness. There's a limitless supply for me too. And then that shifts your thinking and you go, wait a minute. That means there are riches there for me too. And off you go. And (laughs) that's when you start to really bring it in and you go, okay, I get how this works. Those are the aha moments. Now, I love everything that you're doing and I've been following you for, I mean, a few months now, I think it is. And so tell me, like, I know you can't, we can't share all of your great knowledge here. So tell me, how can people work with you? How can people that are hearing this and they're like, I want more of what Diane has to offer. How can they work with you? And we'll include everything Uh, that you need in the show notes. Okay. Um, 
Basically, if they go to my website, which is all the W's, mastermindset.com.au, um, and if they jump on there and they go on to the online course tab, they'll see um, what I'm doing with my big online program this year. And if they're interested in finding out more, they just um, sign the contact form below and then I will put them in the loop as we start to go into pre-launch uh, for the course. So it's hopefully we're launching in April, so it's not that far away and it's an open course, which means you've got lifetime access. There's a happiness, back, uh, happiness guarantee for a full refund if you're not happy with it. So there's really nothing to lose. It's risk-free and uh, they get seven weeks with me, basically. Wow. And they can do it at their own time. They can do it at their own time. And uh, they get um, 20 really wisdom-rich lessons. So my biggest thing is going to be not to talk as much during filming as I normally do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you have a lot to share. And I think the beauty of these yeah. online courses, like you said, is lifetime access. So you go through them and if you feel like yeah. you didn't absorb it or you need to go back through them again, they're there for you to go back through again and again if you need to. So that's priceless right there. Yeah, yeah, it does make a difference. So you can go back and, and look at them and Every class has a master sheet so that there are always takeaways uh, and actions to follow up with so that you can stay focused on it as well. So, And then, you know, you can take all those and then put them together so that you can use that as a little reference guide as you keep going through your life as well. So I wanted to give people as much as I possibly could, um, you know, in that course as such. It really is the signature course everything I'm going to continue doing moving forward in leadership and probably parenting and also well-being and, and um, that awful belief of aging. I know. <laughs> it doesn't look like you're letting that even be applied to your life. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, it has been a pleasure today, Diane. And I know it is super early down there in Australia. And like I said, you are looking so beautiful for so early in the morning. That right there is a lesson in itself. So uh, thank you so much for being here. And you guys are missing out. We're on video and watching each other. So, but she has got quite a smile on early this morning. I'm in the middle of my day and look at this, like I'm, you know, barely put together. So thank you so much for being with us, Diane. I really, really appreciate it. And I'm going to include everything to reach out to her in the show notes, all of her social media what it is that she's doing and you guys need to reach out to Diane and, and learn some more. Great. Thanks, Abby. All the best. And thank you very much for what you do with all this, this podcast. It's a lot of work. All right. um, and so thank Yeah, no, it's a lot of work. I understand how it works from all those years in the entertainment industry. Most people don't know what goes on behind the scenes. So thank you, Abby, for taking all of these messages out to the world and giving people um, more information, more insight and opportunities to rethink how they look at their lives. I think it's very powerful. Thank you. Well, thank you. It's my pleasure. It's 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 what I lay awake at three o'clock in the morning and think about. <laughs> I can't, can't not do it. So here I am. <laughs> All right, Diane, will you have a great rest of your day? Thank you. Okay, Bye. bye-bye. I really appreciate you spending this time with me and the Up in Flames mission. I want to cause a culture shift where people who feel like they're going down in difficult workplaces can go up in flames instead of down. And not just individuals, but for leaders who feel like there is no hope for their organization. I want to inspire them to do more. 
we must venture and stay outside the box with efforts like this to make a significant difference. The traditional ways that we think we can depend on just aren't cutting it when it comes to workplace culture. Is there someone that you feel might benefit from the information I share on this podcast? If so, be sure to share it with them by sending them a link. If you believe in what I'm doing, it would mean a lot to me if you became a patron on patreon.com. Subscribe to the episode and leave a review. Any little nod helps me see that I am making a difference. Now join my free webinar listed in the show notes to learn more about how you can affect change in your workplace. And of course, be sure to visit abbybolt.com for more and check out my other podcast, Her Brotherhood, where we celebrate women who put their lives on the line. And with that, be sure to choose the hard right over easy silence and lead with fire. <laughs>